So the first thing we'll be talking about today is what is the Josh Anderson Foundation and what is its message, its platform? The Josh Anderson Foundation is named after my brother Josh who died by suicide in 2009. He was 17 years old and a junior in high school at South Lakes High School and my family and I created this organization to help teens like Josh who were struggling in some capacity but didn't either feel able to speak up and get help or be honest and open about what you know they're really feeling and thinking basically to reduce the shame and stigma around mental health issues that is often an obstacle for people seeking help. We've done a number of initiatives primarily in high schools um, and middle schools as well around um, different types of mental health initiatives. Um, so bringing in speakers to share their personal story of struggling with a mental health issue, to make those in the audience feel like they are not alone, if they are struggling, that anyone really can suffer from a mental health issue, and to basically help those also feel like they could tell their story they could be open so we did that for a while we also helped schools run mental health awareness campaigns in 2016 we developed a club model which is called our minds matter and it's basically a club structure student-led for these students to help make a difference within their school community throughout the school year. So not just for, you know, a speaker presentation or week-long campaign, but for us to really equip a group of students um, that can be ambassadors within their own school to help share these positive messages around mental health and seeking help and being socially connected and using coping skills throughout the school year. And our hope then is that um, students within a school community that has our club have more resources and are more educated and aware of um, mental health and how if they're struggling or a friend of theirs is struggling that it's okay to seek help and they know where to go to. 12.8% of teens have experienced some form of episode of depression in their life and a lot of people aren't aware of how many people are affected and why do you think that is? I think there are a couple of reasons. I think one, um, depression is something that you can't see, you know, so with any other health issue, most likely there's some sort of signifier to the person, you know, you break a leg and of course your leg then is in a cast or something, right? So, or if you have a disease, it's often debilitating from an outside perspective um, in terms of physical, you know, showings and signs. But with depression and with mental health issues, you can't see these, these, how they're affecting someone, right? And so because it's something that we can't 
we can't see, it's often, we often don't know how many people are actually struggling with this. So that's one, that's one, um, that's one sort of piece to it. And then the other is what I've talked about, what I've sort of touched on is the stigma around mental health issues and depression. So if you're in high school and you, you know, have diabetes and you have to go to the doctor, you probably will tell your friends or those around you, I have to go to the doctor because of my diabetes, right? Um, but with mental health issues, if someone has depression and they have to go see their psychiatrist or therapist, oftentimes teens aren't, discl- people aren't, but you know, specifically here we're talking about teens aren't saying, oh yeah, I have to leave school to go see my psychiatrist to, you know, so, so it's just something, it's a, it's unfortunately a disease, um, an illness that, you know, we can't see and there's stigma and shame around it. So we further hide, um, this, you know, the, the prevalence of it, um, which, you know, we feel that that really hinders people then from seeking help and even feeling connected to others and seeing that they're not alone. A lot of other teens are also feeling this way. And perhaps if we talked about it, then it, it, it might not be as overwhelming and powerful as it, as it is when it's kept silent. Yeah. When we talk about depression, what is something that we may be able to pick up on, like some warning signs? Especially for teens, I think some signs to be aware of is just any sort of change in behavior. Because I think that some of the maybe regular warning signs of depression, like sleeping a lot or being irritable, Some of these things are just general, normal teenage behavior. Um, And so sometimes they can't really signify that someone might have a, you know, more significant mental health problem. But I think any significant change in behavior. So for instance, if a teen is, you know, for the most part or has been in their preteen and teen years thus far, pretty social and emotive and extroverted and then all of a sudden or lately they're being introverted and are isolating themselves are not showing emotion as much then that to me would be something to check in about or with say sleep if someone is actually you know maybe they do sleep a good amount and sleep in on the weekends and stuff like that and then all of a sudden they're not sleeping they're up all night or they're having trouble sleeping and they're looking tired all the time you know like that would be a sign so any significant I think change in behavior is helpful for teenagers specifically so how would you encourage people to seek help if they're struggling with that themselves or if maybe a loved one is going through that because we all know it takes a lot of courage to admit if you're struggling with a mental health issue. So if you yourself are struggling with 
something or just feeling di- off and different and something's kind of not quite right, right? Like you have this feeling that, you know, I just haven't been feeling myself. I'm either like sad all the time or I'm overly like worried and anxious and I don't know why or um, things that used to be fun for me aren't anymore. Things that used to come easy to me are com- becoming more difficult. Like those are some of those, you know, you you can feel that within yourself. And I think it's recognizing that um, this isn't necessarily, you know, it's not your fault that, that this is happening um, because I think that too is a reason people... Um, don't come forward and sort of feel more confident in being honest and open because they think maybe something's wrong with them or they did something to, you know, they're not trying hard enough or, or whatever. And I, and I think here's a great time to think about it in relation to something like cancer, you know, it's not something that you think, well, what did I do to get this it's just it's a disease that you know unfortunately just touches some people and similarly with um, something like depression or anxiety or any other you know mental health issue it's a disease of the brain and we don't you know necessarily have control over that and so knowing that and maybe trusting that will empower someone to say something's not right like and it's something not on the outside physically that I can see but something's not right with how I'm feeling with how I'm thinking with how I'm operating I just something's not quite right and then that's a time to seek maybe further help and I think the first place to go is a trusted adult I know schools have a lot of resources like mental health professionals school psychologists social workers, counselors, hopefully they can kind of help um, get get someone to the right the right type of help. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I would say. And then I guess if you're someone and then you th- you're worried about a friend, right? I think um, similarly just helping that friend feel like, one, you know, they're not alone. You're gonna, you as a friend are offering to be there with them through this. Um, and but that you're not necessarily like helping to make them better, right? It's just, you know, okay, you know, let's so what do we need to do? Like, we can get through this, you know, kind of together, and you don't see them differently. Um, this is something that. Um, you know, they don't have to be ashamed of or embarrassed by, um, and just kind of to support them as you would to a friend that's just going through anything um, kind of difficult, that's what I would say. Mm -hmm. So yeah, kind of touching back on the stigma, I think that makes it really hard for people to seek out help, right? Are there any other ways that um, the stigma around mental health impacts teens? And what can we do about it? 
being more open and honest about how we're actually doing. I think everyone tries to, especially teens, because everything's so kind of image focused, like how you look on the, you know, how you're presenting yourself from the outside, right? That you have it all together or, um, you know, that you're, you know, your Instagram profile is showing that you had the most, the best life and the most like rosy colored, you know, sort of lens. And I think it's just being more real. Like, hey, I'm actually having like a kind of a rough day. I'm not for whatever reason, like I'm feeling a little bit down. I'm feeling a little bit sad. And then it, by having those conversations, it normalizes that these feelings that everyone has, like everyone has a spectrum of emotions and we're not always feeling great and excited and happy all the time. And so if we can start to talk about how we're actually feeling and, you know, um, a little bit more openly and authentically, then I think that that will help normalize, um, you know, these issues. Yes. Not a lot of conversations are being had about mental health, and I think um, that through, like, Our Minds Matter, that we're making a lot of progress right now. So, kind of concluding, if you could send a message to anyone struggling with depression right now, what would you say? I would say that I know how hard it feels. So I personally have struggled with anxiety and depression following my brother's death and I know how debilitating and hard it feels and I know that it gets better and I think that sometimes it's having to hear that from other people because you can't feel it yourself at that moment but recognizing that it can get better and it it might take some time and some work and you know different types of support and treatment and help but there is hope that it can get better so I know you've done a lot of work within high schools. What are some ways you've seen improvement with fighting the stigma and mental health awareness? I think it has, you know, I've been doing this work for um, six and a half, almost, you know, seven years, and I do think it's improved. I think one of the things that's been helpful is a lot of celebrities or um, well-known people in the public have been open about their their mental health issues and this has you know sometimes it takes that type of kind of more societal movement for there to be some openness around this topic. Um, I always think about like breast cancer and that used to be a very stigmatized health issue which is interesting for us to think about because it's so 
everywhere, right? You see the pink ribbon and you know it's breast cancer and the NFL devotes a whole month to wearing pink towels and, you know, socks and hats and it's like everywhere, right? But it took, it took people in the public talking about having breast cancer, what they were doing to prevent, to treat this topic until it, in society it became more mainstream where people could talk about these issues and it wasn't something that was kept secret. And so I think mental health hopefully will be like a breast cancer that become, you know, at one time was very highly stigmatized and hidden and secretive, but then is more you know, mainstream for people to openly say, yeah, I have depression and I'm taking medication for it or I'm seeing, you know, a therapist and it's improved and what about, you know, like it, for it to be something that we can talk about more openly um, and I think it would just take away a lot of the pain, a lot of the isolation that, that furthers people's suffering from these issues. Yeah, that's a great message, and what you're doing with your foundation and Our Minds Matter and everything else is really contributing to that and bringing everything one step closer. So I think that's a great question to conclude on, and thank you so much, Lauren. It was so good talking to you. Thank you.